Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're going Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. How you going out there? Hello. How is everybody? How's podcast land? Podcast land. I can't even talk. Ugh. Easy for you to say. I know. I know. Is it going to be that kind of night? I think it might be. <laughs> Welcome back to another by the by. Yes. No idea what's in store, but you know, we'll figure it out. We never know. Yeah. So it is uh, Monday night and we have some stuff coming up. What do we have coming up? I can't remember any of the dates, so I'm going to pass it to Angela. You this did week. So good last time. Yeah, now we have to prove that you know them too. Oh, um, we all know that I know them. Prove it. <laughs> September 23rd is the next Pendulum Party. October 8th is the Erotic Ball. And November 9th to 14th is Escape to the Tropics. I mean, we could have stretched that out so that we could have filled three or four minutes, oh. but you know, 10 seconds is we great. We can talk about them all. So September 23rd is the next Pendulum Party. Uh, tickets will probably not be on sale until early September, but put the date in your calendar. Yes, because the date won't move. And if you want tickets, you can definitely go to www.oursecretspot.com.au and get your tickets. Yes, yes. And it's, it, it'll be a good time. And I don't know if your calendars are filling up like ours are, but it seems like every weekend there are so many events going on and you, we just can't do it all. So we pick and choose and we choose Pendulum. And sadly, we, we miss <laughs> some things, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes, yeah. yeah. Uh, the erotic ball is when? October 8th. October 8th, uh, Angela was looking at her dresses the other day and decided that she needed new dresses. So I assisted in picking things out from the interwebs. Yeah, we'll see how it is when it comes in and if very, it's worth it or not. Very excited to see some of those. So that'll be, that should be fun. Yeah. And also the Friday night beforehand, there's like a meet and mingle for everybody who's going. So that way you get to know people, you know, beforehand. Yeah. 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 That'll be good fun. And then the next thing we have up is our escape to the tropics. Mm -hmm. Now we know that the last time that we talked about this, we had one room left. Unfortunately, somebody had to cancel. Mm -hmm. So you now have another opportunity. You got, you got a little extension. So if you were considering it, I mean, jump on it. Those two rooms are going to go quick. And when is that? That is November 9th to 14th. That's right. Up in F and Q baby. Yeah. Far North Queensland. It's going to be good fun. Yes. Yeah, very much look forward to that. Yeah. Just relaxing, being around sexy people, <gasps> not having to filter yourself for five, six days. Yeah. However many days that is. <laughs> six days, five nights. So, think, pretty sure. yeah, going to be good, yeah. good fun, good fun. Watching the dog smack himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's killing that dinosaur. Why don't you chill the fuck out, buddy? You got you to gotta kill the dinosaurs, Bradford. You know, they went extinct. Apparently this one survived. Not for long, though. So tonight we were going to talk about... Headspace, do a just a quick check-in and see how our brains are doing. That gray matter between your ears hmm. that often lies to you and is mean. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice. Yeah. But we find that on average, it's mean. So you're saying that if mean is a zero and nice is a hundred, that on average it's sitting around like a 40? I don't know. I think that... Where would you put yours? Um, I would probably sit mine somewhere closer to 26, 28. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. If nice is 100. Uh-huh. I mean, and I say that about like internally. Like it's... Right. If I'm looking yeah. at other people, I'm an optimist when it comes to others. So I'm probably looking at a solid 70 for most people. No, I'm talking about how your brain treats you. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's abusive. 
I'm in an abusive relationship with my brain. I would say that my brain's probably at like a 70, but I also just ignore a lot of it and say, fuck you brain. I don't fucking care. And I'm just going to believe what I want to believe. So I kind of have this like weird relationship with my brain. Yes. I love it. Yeah. I feel like I'm training my brain to be nicer to me or I'm just ignoring the not nice parts and just fuck it. So that's good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whip that brain into shape. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I, I struggle because I always listen to my brain. Yeah, I just don't want to be unhappy. And so well, I don't want to be unhappy either. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, I mean, I'm not looking to to be like my goal isn't being unhappy. But right, yeah. I just find that my brain is often like, you know, you're an idiot. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of my brain going, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, yeah, you know what, brain, you're right. Uh. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's been uh, for me the the last few months, mm, we'll say the last three months have been very difficult, and it's just been one of those things that I'm constantly kind of like, ugh. I think that pretty much sums up my last <laughs> quarter, <laughs> maybe my last two quarters. It's just, ugh. <laughs> and it's I, I think that it, it, what that ends up meaning is that most interactions and most of uh, like the things that we're doing, going to the clubs, or if we're going, we're going out. And even when I'm doing other things that are non, uh, non play kind of situations, just hanging out often takes it, it's, I always, I'm sort of imagining myself as an iPhone that is about three years old. So it takes me longer to charge and then my battery depletes faster. Yeah. And that ultimately my battery doesn't go back up to a hundred percent. My battery health is at about like 80 yeah, it's just exponentially harder to do those things. Yeah. It takes a lot. It takes more recovery time. It takes more to get the effort to go out or to be around people to do things. Yeah. 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 Just that little bit more effort. And it's it's really frustrating because I find myself like looking at our relationship and feeling like, and you know, I we I mean, realistically, what we've been together now for eight years, nine years. Not have, nine, nine and a half. Nine-ish. Nine and qu- some quarter. <laughs> nine and some change. Uh, so we've been together for nine fifty. Um, and <laughs> it's, I mean, I know that at some point you move past limerence and you move into the more stable relationship kind of part. And it's not like I don't want a new relationship because goddamn, I don't think I have that kind of, re- that kind of effort left in me. I'm too old for this bullshit. But at the same time, I do miss that sort of limerency kind of, that stupid magic that you get. Mm. And I find that I know that I'm lazy. I'm lazy, lazy. And it, it, I find that that's frustrating because I'm lazy, lazy. I mean, I'm self frustrated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like I'm frustrated with you because I find that there's times that you kind of put out vibes like, Hey, but then, you doing? but then if I don't get anything back, it's super easy for me to be like, okay, he's not in the mood. He doesn't want to whatever. And then I'm not, gonna try and and not like I'm never ever gonna try again but it's like all right well that's it for the night and and you know or whatever and it's just like yeah but at the same time I feel like like I don't want to push you so far that then you get angry but at the same time like if you're not if you're not picking it up anything then it's like all right well then that's all right yeah and it's I find it's really frustrating and I find that I get more frustrated with myself than I do with you and it's it's kind of like yeah, it's weird. And I don't, I don't really know how to describe it completely, nor especially how to fix it, because I feel like I would have fixed it a long time ago if I could. But like sex in general anymore, I, I mean, I really enjoy it, but I'm really sort of lazy about it. Mm. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, we could have sex or I could have like 20 minutes more sleep. <laughs> 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 or like, oh, we could have sex or I'm really comfortable on the couch right now. Yeah. It's just like the couch. I mean, it's cuddling me really nice. <laughs> so I feel like you should be jealous of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> now I do feel like of like late, like especially lately it's been, you've been better, but I also think you've been making a little bit more of an effort, at least a little bit more. Oh yeah. Um, because I would say it has been better. And also the, the other thing is that like over a number of those months, for me, work took up a lot of time and mental energy, et cetera. And so like I didn't, you know, when I came home, I was 
tired, stressed, not necessarily in the best space to want to just relax and play and go with the flow and let things happen. And, and so that's getting better. And so that's helping, I think, as well, is that I'm in a more receptive place, perhaps, as well. Maybe I'm putting off different vibes, you know, maybe more relaxed, whatever, something that's different. And maybe that helps. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's frustrating. I, it, it's, it is one of those things where you're like, I, I can see how people in stable relationships kind of get into that, I'm going to say rut. And it's really weird that I would say that for us. But it's kind of that uh, the world is comfortable and safe. And it's like, why, why strain that? Why? Because it's comfortable it's and safe. It's true. But it's also, that's where, you know, date nights and, you know, you don't want to say that you have to plan sex and maybe you don't plan sex, but just plan time to connect together and then see what happens yeah. and, and, and be like, okay, you're not going to watch the TV tonight. We're going to turn it off. We're not, you know, just have, you're going to have time. And then, and I know that it can be hard to have that structure and to think that we need that level of structure. But what did you do when you were single? You would do that. You'd be like, no, we're going to go out tonight. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to do something or see someone. And most of the time, the idea was not to sit on the couch in front of the TV. Yes. But I also think that uh, playing devil's advocate, that if I was single now, I would totally be like, mm, you know what? I'm just going to stay on the couch and watch TV. <laughs> like, I, cause I appreciate you were spot on. Like when I was single, it was like, all right, yeah, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's mm. frolic. And now I'm kind of like, uh, maybe my frolicking days are done. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone from frolic to colic, just like that. <laughs> so during that time, though, like, you know, because you said it was several months, right? Or like quarters or whatever. Mm. A bit of time. Yeah, we'll say three months. We'll say a quarter. Sure. So if your brain is 20-something person optimistic with you, what was your brain telling you in that time? Um, good question. I don't know. Um, I think that a lot of the things, I don't, it, it's weird. It's kind of the whole, and I, I'm not a big fan of the spoons analogy, which if you haven't heard that, it's that sort of the mental health thing where you have a drawer in your kitchen with X number of spoons and you can only do so many things. I don't really like that. So is the idea that you can only use so many spoons a day or yeah. a week or whatever? I mean, and I use bandwidth because, because mm. I'm a computer nerd, but it, for me, that makes more sense because you have a pipe. Yeah, you do. Mm. Um, and you only can fill it with so much of whatever you're, you're moving through. And like, I think for me, a lot of it was kind of work stuff. I'm focusing on work stuff and the work stuff I found or I find like way overwhelming. On top of that, I want to do the creative stuff, the theater stuff and all of that, which again is that tech that saps a lot of it. And then with, you know, one of the negatives that we, it's not really an, it isn't a negative, but it is a negative of polyamory is you've got while we always say that one of the benefits of poly is that you have a wide support group, what that also means is that you're part of a wide support group. So when people are either sick or down, you are one of the people that help catch them and pick them up. And unfortunately, I felt like for a lot of that, I wasn't picking up my share. I wasn't the one that would reach out. I wasn't the one that would inter interact and engage. And so then you start in that which I completely appreciate is not real, but the downward spiral of you're not good enough. You're not supportive enough. You're not engaged enough to really be in a, in a relationship with others. And then, so the worse that spiral gets, the more you sort of reflect on it with you and I. So then it's like, Oh, you know, and and I'm not going to lie. There was a couple moments in the past three months where it's like, oh, you know, she would just be better if she like went out without you and did the things without you. And like, that's a, I mean, it's a frustrating place to be in, but that was sort of the mentality a couple of, a couple of moments over the last few months. Mm. Well, and I, it probably doesn't really help that just for a variety of circumstances, I would say the members of our poly circle, only about half of them have been realistically available in many cases because there's, you know, life happens, right? And things are 
going on and, and people don't, aren't always as available. And so your support network, while it's there on some level, the in-person, the face-to-face, that kind of like personal, really personal interaction has been diminished. Mm. And so that's got to take a toll as well because there's still text and they're still online, but that's never quite the same, right? It's right. actually being in person with someone. And and there's part of our poly family is still there, obviously, but it's just life, like I said, life happens and people come and they can go and like schedules change and whatever. And, and so I feel like, you know, you were a lot more inundated in it before. And then there's been this break of, you know, a good, I would say a third of it, maybe third to half has been gone now yeah. off and on, but you know, gone ish. For a few Just months. Just not present. Yeah. I wouldn't say gone means well, sounds big, but yeah, yeah. Unable to be present. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and so that's, I would assume that that's had some kind of an effect as well. You know. Because it, because it, it's just support. And right? then it adds to it that, and I know this isn't real, but in my head, when, when we are together, I feel like, well, we never get the opportunity to play. We should play. Yeah. And then that puts pressure on play, which is never fun and never good to do. So, yeah, it's been because and I think that's a bit of, oh, I don't want to say society, <laughs> but maybe telling, we should fight. Let's just blame capitalism. But just it was just, capitalism all along. Just that if we're together with partners that we like you said, we should play. But then if we haven't seen these people in weeks, months, whatever, then it's like, no, but I want to catch up and I just want to be with you. I just maybe want to cuddle and enjoy your your space and enjoy you. And there's so much to talk about and just to just joking and laughing and just being and like you said play may or may not happen but you feel that pressure of oh we're doing something wrong if we don't yeah yeah and you know and i I know that's fair well i also know that realistically you are the playmaker right in in our relationship Mm -hmm. and so i always feel i'm not gonna say obligated but like like i said we're together with these folks we should want to play with them Mm -hmm. and i know that you want to play right and then yes but there's also enthusiastic consent Right, right. But so, but yeah, there's also enthusiastic consent, but there's also, I don't want to be the guy that sits on the couch and is like, I honestly just want to lay here and doze off while you, while you go play. Right. You don't want to be that guy. Cause that like, hi, I'm Debbie Downer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know. I find that a lot of it over the last few weeks or last few months has been sort of that compounding problem as well, right? So you're making a seven layer dip of depression. Mm. So if it always starts with garbanzo beans. If I were say we were to have a partner around and I were to say, hey, let's go the other room, let's play, let's do whether it be sex, whether it be impact play, something, anything. Let's have some kind of physical interaction and you don't feel like it. And you were to say, no, I would prefer to stay here. You two go ahead. Three, two, three, how many? <laughs> you and. How would you, how would you see that playing out? And, and how would you feel about that during and after? I don't think it would bother me. I think that honestly, if you all, I don't know how I see it playing out, but I also, you know, and again, I'm putting other people's sort of, I'm making judgment on other people without them. Sure speaking for themselves. Right. Sure. And, but I think that's part of the problem of just normal relationships, no matter whether they're sexual and loving or mm. whether they're business. Um, but I don't want to be the person that brings other people down. Mm. And I will say with kink and BDSM, it's a lot easier for me, right? Because that's a power play, not a passion play. And so if you want to come in here and flog somebody, I have no trouble sitting on the couch playing Fortnite if I'm not mentally mm. into it because I know that really if I come in here I might help you top mm. but I'm gonna be standing around watching for a lot of it and I have no trouble being like well I'm not gonna come in but if there is a sexual side to it a play side to it I don't want to make others feel uncomfortable or obligated to either make it quick <laughs> or to whatever yeah because I'm not around so rather than, I'm just paraphrasing, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than potentially bring the situation down, you would rather just remove yourself from the situation. But what if, what if you actually added to it instead and, or you felt better after, 
I mean, you don't know until you're in that situation, but what if you give it a chance and just see? And that's, uh, you know, I've tried that a couple of times and it's, it's fine, but like it's, when you talk about adding to it, like the first thing that popped into my mind is like, yeah, that's what every play session needs. Apathy. <laughs> like, right. But you're not going to come in and just not do anything. I know. Right. Yeah. I, but, but I feel like my partners, specifically you, and then also myself deserve more than me, you know, let's giving it a go kind of thing. Yes and no. But, um, but what goes back to enthusiastic consent, right? I mean, I'm it, consenting, but the enthusiasm may not be there. What does that look like? It does, but there's also times, like, you're painting it as if a situation has to be highly energized, highly sexualized, just this super mega experience. But sometimes they can be chill, quiet, softer experiences. They don't have to be that energized. And and that's different, I feel like. How? Because I feel like you can come into a situation like that with less energy, with less emotional capacity, and still be able to enjoy yourself and still be able to add to it for others and ha- help them enjoy it as well. Because I don't feel like it's as draining as, say, a high energy type thing. So you don't need as much, you don't need as much battery to come in and participate and to give to it. Yeah, I mean, it's actually interesting because this is... Uh, I don't don't mean this to come off as mean, but this is less helpful than not having this conversation, right? I feel now worse about it because now I'm like, okay, if I don't feel like I have the bandwidth that I should just push through and fake it. Not that. I mean, that's kind of what you just said. But but I know for me that, so different than a sexual experience, but I know for me, if I have, say, a weekend with nothing on, you're out of town. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a weekend. Say two or three right. days, you're gone. There's nothing on. There's no reason for me to leave the house. It's very easy for me to just sit here and not leave the house. And at the end of that time, I will feel like a cow. Like, I will feel like I've just been sitting here, maybe a pig, I don't know, wallowing in this apartment. Not, not necessarily depressed, but I've just been sitting here and I've just been... Doing life things, but not doing life things. I feel like, but this is the extroverted side of me coming out, right? Because it's it's me just like, I've just been here in my space, not doing anything, not interacting with anyone, not adding to anything. I feel terrible about myself. For me, physical movement is really important. If I don't get up and go for a walk, do something every day, I feel terrible. So if I have days, two, three days where I'm not doing anything, I feel awful. And and that's where I'm, I guess I'm drawing the parallel of like, if I just get up and go for a walk, even if I don't want to, as soon as I start and get going and get out there, then I all of a sudden feel better. And I feel like I, now, okay, now I want to do this. I want to be a part of this. And I guess I'm drawing that parallel, which is hard because what if you start down the walk and you're like, no, I actually really hate this. I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to do this. But I guess that's where you have to know, is it something that you need or are you happy just to sit here and be in the apartment for days on end and not move and not do anything? Yeah, but also comparing, using the same analogy of a walk, if you start a walk and you decide you don't want to be part of a walk, I mean, that's kind of like the equivalent would be starting masturbation and being like, you know what, this isn't doing it for me. If you stop, or pun intended, pull out, then the only person that it affects is you. Conversely, if you're doing a fun run, which those words do not go together, (laughs) although people insist that they do, or you're doing a marathon and you stop halfway, you're potentially affecting the other people in the group yeah and that's not what i want yeah i get that that. um you know additionally i think that i struggle i I see exactly what you're saying because when you travel oftentimes i will just sit at home Mm. like it's great and it it goes back to like everybody assumes that i'm an extrovert everybody assumes that i am not i still consider myself an extroverted introvert i extrovert myself in order to put myself out there. And I know that if I, I think it's part of me being an only child. (laughs) I suffer from the only child syndrome. Mm -hmm. I like attention, but at the same time, I really need people just to kind of uh, stay away Yeah, and both work for me. And so like going for a walk is still, that's actually something that when I am home alone, that's something I will do. Because it's alone. <laughs> but I also think it's different 
slightly different anyway, in that when I travel, it's usually for one, two, maybe yes. three days. Yeah. Whereas you're more likely to be gone for four or five days. You're gone for longer periods True. of time. True. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, but additionally, like I, I, looking back on myself in the last few months when I have been traveling, I'm also, I'm looking at Grinder. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like it's just, I just don't have the energy. I don't have the, it all seems like so much work. Why would I put that effort in when really, if you're not into it, if I really, yeah. Like, so I find that I'm just happier sitting at a bar mm. and either nursing a beer or four or, mm. and eating a bowl of French fries. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's, I'm just as happy as if I have a grinder hookup, probably much more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more expensive, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I find it, I find it both frustrating and kind of concerning because I don't want that to be the future. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly sure I know what needs to be done to reset my brain. Can you tell what, what, what brought it on? Was there anything near the beginning? Was, was it just a slow accumulation? I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm just going to go back and say it was the pandemic. <laughs> like really, like realistically, that's the, that's the main thing that's changed in the last what, four years? Yeah. And I will say that more recently, I, I feel like now that the world is quote, quote, un, you know, quote unquote opened up, it is, it isn't, it's weird, but it's mostly opened up. There's no restrictions really anymore. Not really. And so everything is happening and I feel like everything is happening. We've gone from doing absolutely nothing to now every night there's three to four really good options of things that we want to do. Yeah. And there's people that we want to get together with. There's events, there's dinners, there's parties, there's whatever. There's all the things. There's so much. And it's, it's, it's almost like going to the grocery store and there are just like, you know, 50 different types of cereal. And you're just like, fuck, I don't know. I just want cereal. You're overwhelmed by yeah. choice. And, and I feel like that's a bit of it at the moment. And that's why for me, it's put it on the calendar as soon as we hear about it. Whatever's on there first is what happens because there's too many options and I don't want to have to weigh what's preferable, what's not. So I feel like that's a bit overwhelming. It's just that everything's happening and there's so many options. And if like for me that I feel okay with that most of the time, even though I still feel like I'm missing out and I hate that feeling of missing out, but at least I still feel like we're doing things and I'm trying to be cognizant as well of still having downtime and still having nights and, and weekend days that we're able to have some time at home and it's so hard to try and do that and not feel like you're missing out or at least for me yeah and and with that same sort of idea like there's been a couple of weekends where we have things on thursday night friday night saturday morning saturday midday saturday evening sunday morning sunday evening and i guess part of my issue with all that is that sometimes it's twofold. One, sometimes I just want you and I, let's just us go somewhere. Mm. That's something what I want. But at the same time, if friends go, hey, we're going to go to the pub. Do you want to go? Often my answer is yes. And I don't really want to, I just want to be social. I want to be out. I don't want to, but it's yeah. also not high energy, right? Yeah. But I, I also still want those times where it's just the two of us. Mm. But it, I don't know. It's, I, I really struggle. And I know that where there's been days where we don't have anything going on and I can tell you want to do something because you get antsy and edgy and you're kind of like bouncy and not in the fun, sexy way. <laughs> and like, and I'm kind of like, Oh, I honestly, honestly just feel like human pate. I have been overfed and I'm sitting on the couch pureed in some currants and pepper. Like that's basically oh, how I am. Maybe you should tell me and I'll just start eating you. Because it sounds really good. (laughs) Fatty liver. That's great. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Before we continue on, let's take a quick break and then we will come back to this, what I am imagining is enthralling conversation. Curious humans, you have heard us talk about it before. And we're going to give you a quick uh, question, random question from their question box so that you can sort of get a better idea. One day we will have a full game that you'll get to hear us do. The cards come in four different categories. You have red, which is sexy, yellow, which is awkward, green, which is the general, and blue, which is the controversial. As we've said before, what you do is you sit in a circle 
you draw a card, everybody gets to vote to see what they think you would say. And then you, you know, you tell the truth. So in this case, yellow, which remember is awkward, is if I had superpowers, I would keep them secret. Oh, so the question is, do you think, Angela, that if I had superpowers, would I keep them secret? No, you tell the world. I would likely tell the world. It does depend on the superpower. But yes, I would I would tell the world. Now, would I be a superhero or a supervillain? I don't know yet. We'll figure that one out in a future game of Curious Humans. If you want to play Curious Humans with your humans, go to www.curioushumansgame.com. And when you purchase your game, use checkout code BYTHEBY, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. When you do, you will get 10% off. That's right. CuriousHumansGame.com. Checkout code BYTHEBY. 10% off. It's pretty awesome. Great. Okay, Angela, it's time for our weekly Adam and Eve commercial, uh-huh. which I'm pretty sure they don't listen to because if they did, they... <laughs> no, but these are like, getting better. I like, like these. Why are you doing it improv style? Okay. I need um, an occupation. A uh, train driver. Because <laughs> you hear the train going by. <laughs> Choo-choo! All right. Look, adamandeve.com, they have all kinds of great, great products that you can chugga, chugga, chugga right into your partner. That's right. Do you want to uh, do the high tunnel or the low tunnel? It doesn't matter. Get on all fours and go to www.adamandeve.com. And when you do, use checkout code by the by. That's right. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. What will you get? Well, mm-mm-mm. all aboard for pleasure land. That's right. You will get free shipping on your order. You'll also get one of your items at 50% off. You will also get some extra items thrown into your box and, yeah, that's right, some videos on demand that you get to watch. Sexy, sexy things. So if you're looking to train your partner or run a train on your partner, go to adamandeve.com, use checkout code by the by. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Woo-woo! Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay. So let, let's go at this from a different angle. Okay. If this was a listener or somebody who has emailed us and said, hey, I'm going through a funk, been going through this hard time, not really interested in play with partners, being social, doing the things, what advice would you give them? I would say, Angela, we got an email that you need to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's the honest truth. I would literally go, Angela, uh, I, just, I can't be fucked. Can you answer this email for us? You know, it's true. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. Look, I'm the first person to admit that it is much easier to podcast about this from the safety of our studio than it is to actually give 
workable, usable advice that you are going to take yourself and, and apply to your own life. Mm-hmm. I'm the first person to say that. And sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you need a third party to say, hey, mate, get your shit together and do blah, whatever blah is, um, mm-hmm. fill in the blank. And like, I don't know. Don't actually blah. <laughs> don't actually blah. No, no. That's just weird. And like, I don't know. It's, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe this is one of the things I should throw out to our Discord chat, which I haven't talked about yet. But if you want to get a part of our Discord chat, support us at any level on patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And you can join our Discord. Like, also, also. Our Discord people are fucking brilliant. They've oh proved God. that this week. Yeah, I was going to say, this past week, there have been some heavy things on the Ask Us channel and people with relationship questions, with personal questions, all kinds of things. And I have to like, Give our, I'm going to say U.S. Canadian team props and the early Australians, because there have been some times that I wake up in the morning and I'm reading all these messages and I'm like, oh, I think X, Y, Z, I should weigh in. But then by the time I get through all the messages, other people have already commented on exactly what I was going to say and probably more eloquently anyway. So I'm just kind of like, yeah. What what they said over there like five hours ago. <laughs> and that's well done. <laughs> that's that's me. Like because we're. I usually stop looking at it at around 11 p.m., but yeah. there's some of the folks on, on the more Western Australia side, uh, Radelaide and, and Western Australia. Or even early in the morning, like some, some of our East Coast Australians are early risers, and they'll get on, and you've got the That's U.S. True. and Canadians. and yeah. yeah. But look, the, 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 the I need to talk part of, the, of our channel has been lit up, and maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should just post in there and be like, guys, gals, gang. I'm mentally fucked yeah. and I'm not really sure what to do with it. And in fairness, I mean, I, I will say that one of the things we need to get back to is seeing a therapist because it's something that yes. we did do regularly before the pandemic. We haven't seen anyone since. And we can go back to the person we were seeing before. She was great. We can find someone else. But I think it's something that we do need to pick back up because I do think it's a very, very import, important part of a relationship I do think it's a very, very... You almost said important port. I know, I did. <laughs> like, which is more of a cruise thing. It is, it is. Maybe, I'm, maybe I've got cruises on the brain. That's right. It's an important port of any relationship. I, I think we should call it that. Well, like, let's just go on a cruise. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but it is a very important part, and no, I can't even say it, important part of a relationship is therapy. And, and I know that it helped us in a lot of ways, not just in the bedroom relationship sex side of things and... And just, you know, the whole poly thing. But it helped us with stupid, stupid everyday things that those little things add up. And, it you know, fixing those, helping those, giving a different perspective on those things then makes everything else a little bit better, a little bit easier. And and so it is something that I do miss. And I think we need to get back to sooner rather than later because we just didn't all through COVID. It's not that we couldn't because they do Zoom. Even, our lady did Zoom stuff even before the pandemic. Yeah. Um. I mean, not that we went in person, but, um, but you know, it, it's not impossible. And I think we definitely need to get back to it. So I think that's probably step one or zero is that. This <laughs> is step one or zero, like <laughs> step zero. Yeah. It's, I know I'm, it's funny because I, I'm in a mental space where I'm like, oh, Bradford, you're making mountains out of molehills. But I also know that that's how mountains are made. And it's also a mountain to you. Like, you know, don't, don't discount that. It's important to you. It's fucking important. Yeah. And it is, it is very important to me. Like I think that above everything else in my life, including most of my own mental health is my relationships. And I, and I know when I'm putting strain on them, that is the last thing that I want or need to do. And more, you know, even paramount step zero to that is our relationship, right? Like in the step negative one, step negative one, <laughs> step irrational number, like, which actually now is <laughs> square root of negative one is basically where I am. I am literally an irrational number. And like it, the, I don't want to put undue stress on our relationship. And I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I want, this sounds, this sounds horrible. But the truth of the matter is, I want the magic without any of the work, which I know is wrong and not possible. Also, who doesn't? Right. (laughs) And uh, Uh, you want to live in Disneyland is what you want. I want to live in Disneyland. (laughs) That's that is I want Beauty and the Beast's castle. 
<laughs> um, I want my own West Wing. Okay, dude, everybody wants the magic without the work. I, I know, I know. And I mean, I say that in more jest than in seriosity. And, and also, I would say that, uh, I don't know quite how to put this, but you say you don't want to put undue stress on your partners. And in some ways, you're not because you're not really doing a lot. It's not like, hey, let's go do this or let's. I guess I see it as it's not stress in like scheduling conflicts. It's not stress in doing something that new, different, whatever. But it is stress in that it's not normal behavior for you. And so it's more of, are you okay? Yeah. And so it's a different kind of stress. And it's not a, it's not an immediate physical time energy kind of stress. It's more of a, it's a headspace stress. Yeah. Where, where is that? Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I, I'm, I know that I'm doing that, which is, again, it goes back to that, that spiral. And I think that when, I think it's, it comes with sort of an interesting point of, of note here is that when people say downward spiral, I think most people think a tight spiral, right? They think that you're, you're going crazy and fucking up in a very concise way. <laughs> Whereas what I'm having is more of this lackadaisical, like slow looming spiral that you can hardly tell you're moving, but when you take a couple of steps back, you realize how how the maelstrom is going. It's a, to quote, uh, if you're familiar with Edgar Allan Poe, the descent into the maelstrom. It's it's just yeah, and I don't want to get to that point where I'm I feel like I'm spinning in in a dizzying, dizzily sort of way. Yeah, but I know that it is affecting me because I see how I'm how I what I'm doing and what I'm failing at, and there's a lot of things that. I want to be both doing and successful with, but I'm not. Yeah, no, I absolutely get that. And I think it's hard for me because I can tell that you're n- not in the right headspace, but I don't really know what to do because it's not something I, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I'm, I, I, just, I just don't know what to do. So it's like, I want to help you, but I don't know how other than just to, to try to be there. But I don't feel like that's enough because I feel like you need something more. And I don't know what that is. And I'm also, I mean, I'm sure this is a shocker to many people out there, but I'm I'm not the most compassionate and empathetic person. <laughs> Although we did have someone recently say that I was compassionate. I think they were delusional at the time, but they did say it. But so, yeah. So for me, I'm just like, I, I, I want to help. But it's the fixing side of me that comes out. It's like, I want to do something to fix this, but I don't know what to do. And I don't know that there is anything I can do. But all, I mean, all I can do is say, go talk to someone else because I don't know what to do. <laughs> I love it. Your, your, your solution is booking my own therapy. <laughs> hey, look, I booked you a therapist. <laughs> go talk to them. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, and I'm not saying you, you are compassionate in your own way. My own fucked up, not compassionate way. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's just, I know, that, yeah, I, I don't know. I know that I'm bad about, I'm bad about talking about my own feelings. Mm. I'm really good at getting other people to talk about theirs. So something we haven't done in a while, but used to help. What about Fox play? I, and so I've thought about that. And I think my problem with that is I know if I go into sort of a pet mode, I'm probably just going to curl up and go to sleep. Best defense. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, it's your defense cool. mechanism. I'm like, oh, sweet. Wait, do foxes hibernate? Because maybe <laughs> I'm an otter. Do otters hibernate? Okay, I know bears hibernate. I'm a skinny bear. <laughs> skinny, I'm, hairless bear. I'm a malnourished bear. Is there such a thing as a hairless bear? <laughs> <laughs> do Bigfoots, do Big Feet, Bigfoots? I don't know. Do they hibernate? Because that's what I am. I am a, I'm a minute Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm an average foot. Maybe you're just a baby bear. A baby Bigfoot bear. <laughs> barefoot i'm a barefoot uh-huh. that is what i am and yeah i because I, I know i've thought about that i'm like i that the great thing for me about pet play and fox play specifically is that ability to clear the mind and i know that my mind currently looks like one of the episodes of hoarders <laughs> like i got stacks of newspapers in there from you know the last 40 years and that is not a place that I really want to be stuck. So yeah, but like a lot of things, it's, it's, it goes back to the things that like I used to love and want to do that I'm struggling loving and wanting to do. 
things like writing. I'm struggling with that. Every time I look at something, I'm just like, ugh, hate it. And then like saunas and going to the saunas. Like yeah. when I would travel in the past, I would be like, oh, I want to go to the sauna. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to a massage parlor. I want to do something. I want to go on a date. And like all of it anymore just feels like it's just more work than I want to do. But do you think that any part of it is just needing a holiday and needing to get away from reality? Because we've not had a holiday. Even our last holiday wasn't a holiday. It was stressful. I was say, we've not had a relaxed holiday, a truly getaway, not do anything, world goes away, no cares, no stress, no worry, no work, no nothing. We've not had that kind of holiday in three years. And that's very much might be. And so, like, is it just that that we need something like that? Like, there needs to be that time of the rest of the world can just fuck right off. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, you just need to get away. And yeah, I think that's probably, that would help. I, I, I definitely think that, like, because you're right, we haven't done that in a very long time. And like people will be like, oh, y'all went to Fiji. Yeah, that was so fucking stressful was, with COVID travel. With, like, yeah. It made me be like, all right, I don't ever want to leave Australia again. Yeah. Like <laughs> Australia is permanent home now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so maybe, maybe that is something that, but I think, that's one of those things that is so much easier to to say than to actually enact, right? Everybody needs a holiday. Point to somebody in the world who isn't a million billionaire who doesn't need a holiday. Yeah, but there's different levels of need. And yeah, I mean, I, know, I, I sound, I don't mean to be, you know, trite, but like. But there's need, there's want, and also there's different types of holidays because sometimes we want adventure holidays and sometimes you just need that. The world goes away. I do nothing holiday. Yeah. And that ability to get away from work and from life and to completely relax and to truly have no cares and no decisions to make other than what your next drink is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, it, it sounds great, but that's something that is for many people, and I'm going to say us included is an expense of a financial expense and a time expense that we really at this point can't pay. Yeah. And so, cause though both of those things have to have to happen, right? You have to have the time and money mm. and we're so very, how you, so very how you, poor on one of those <laughs> and, and, you know, not terribly poor on the other, but like very poor on one of those. But how do you, so then how do you get that feeling? How do you get to that space without taking a physical holiday and going somewhere and doing something like that? Well, <laughs> this is going to be one of those podcasts that I think wraps up in a very unsatisfying way for most people, but I don't think you do. I don't think you can. I don't think I can. Like, I can't have a holiday. I, you can't get away from it all while sticking around. No, no. In the midst of it all. No. Uh, you can't, it's hard to, to use a, uh, a, a kitchen, a cooking kitchen restaurant kind of thing. It's hard to mow the grass when you're stuck in the weeds. Yeah. And uh, maybe that's it. Maybe you, you might be absolutely right that that's what, it, where I am. Like, Cause I think that's a good sort of description for where I feel like I am is in the weeds. Uh, it's hard to see anything but what is around me. And so what that ends up meaning is that I'm, I sit, I just sit Mm. and I sit. And at some point I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find worms and slugs under me and mushrooms on top of me. That's really disgusting. I really, really don't want to think about that. (laughs) Right. But that's not inaccurate. Like that's kind of my mental, that's where my headspace is right now. And it's just kind of like, mm, I am Mercutio. Cool. That's disgusting. Let's do something about it before that happens. I am Mercutio. I am food for the worms. Yeah. Like, right. So it's a bummer. But with that, I think it's time to wrap this podcast up. No. Like I said, I'm sorry. Look, it, we're, we didn't come up with a resolution like we often do. But I think this, that's also something that's kind of realistic for the world. Like sometimes problems don't have easy or apparent solutions and it just requires a little more effort and work. I think it, yeah, I was gonna say it requires time and, and effort and work. And we know a few things that we can do going forward. I'm not giving up. I mean, no, 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 like, no, but we know, but also we know what we 
can do to start working on it and to start going through things. And I think number one is to go back to therapist. Yeah. Either the lady that we saw before or we'll find someone else. But I think we need, I think that is step one because that's something that we have been very much missing for the past three years. And it was something that we did regularly before. And we would go through periods of, you know, we see her every week, every other week, how just something regular for a short time. And then we're like, okay, we're in a good place now. Then six months later, we do a checkup. And if we need to come back again, we do it until we're okay. And then and keep that, that cycle going. Yeah. And that was, I feel like really helpful. And we have not done that. Yeah. And I will say, while. look, I don't think it's our relationship. I think it's me, right? Like it's not us. It's but, but like, even if it's you going know, to see I someone. And like, I, I understand that it's, that it's yeah. like, I am part of us. Mm. I, I totally, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I think like our relationship actually is quite good. It's just, I know that I'm some sort of broken, but you know. Fine. Go see someone. I'll, I'll do the things. <laughs> I'll book it for you. <laughs> Ask my girl. So how are you feeling out there in podcast land? Hopefully you are doing well, happy, happy, crappy, sappy, whatever, pappy. Uh, maybe nappy. Actually, that's that's pretty much where I like to be is nappy. Yeah. So let us know. You can email us, theadamsoflove at gmail.com. You can message us we are at By the By Podcast on all of the socials, Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au. You can message us through the contact page. You can see all the stuff that we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. You can see all the stuff that's going on and that we're going to from our events page. So everyone out there, Angela, do you have anything else you'd like to say in the end? Oh, look, she's booking therapists on I was gonna say go see a therapist <laughs> yes everybody out there everybody it's everybody you. <laughs> you get a therapist you get a Angela is the Oprah of therapy <laughs> uh, I will go jump on a couch and then we will see you next week bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.